Hello guys, welcome back to Board Draw, episode number 71. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about an eight-goal thriller. Football, football, what did I say? Pure Barclays. Pure Barclays Premier League. One normal day of Barclays is all we ask for. We're also going to be taking a little look at how the title race is shaping up because, boy, I think we might have a title race. It do be cooking until international break comes around and ruins it all. But yeah, let's kick it off straight away by talking about the match that happened at Stamford Bridge. We had Chelsea 4 for Manchester City. What a game. Who would have thought it? Chelsea, who've been absolutely stinky this season, have been in back-to-back games, the most entertaining games in the Premier League. Yeah, so two, the season. two best games of the season. And Maybe it was... two of the best games of all time, or in recent memory anyway. <laughs> Let's go. It was mad though, because we did a video when they dropped an absolute barnstormer against Arsenal. We were like, mm. are Chelsea back? Straight after that, they got pumped by Brentford 3-0. And um, we were like, no, nah, they're not back. And then... They beat Spurs 4-1, but if you scratch beneath the surface a little bit, they were shit. Mm-hmm. But then they'll go straight into uh, the next game against Man City, best team in the league, best team in the world, and go toe-to-toe, and in my opinion, look like the better team. Yeah, for me, they were the better team. They were on the front foot more. They were this team asking more questions. Man City looks slow and sluggish, and we'll get onto them in a little bit. But yeah, for me, Chelsea are a weird one. Just talking, taking them outside the context of this game anyway, Yeah, in a more general view... They're so up and down. Obviously, they had a whole... I think it was like October where they scored one goal. Yeah. Then they went and smashed three in past Spurs. And then... Or how many How many of them was it? Like five or whatever. What, against Spurs? What, they beat Spurs 4-1? 4-1, yeah. 4-1. And then they get four against City. And they, they started to find their feet in terms of scoring goals now. I saw a stat and this... I, can't, I might be remembering this wrong. Against the big six, like the um, proper big six, whoever you want to call them, They've scored 11 goals this season. And then against the other 14 teams in the league, they've scored eight. Yeah, it's kind of... That's wild. It's, it's, it's mad. And their performances against Liverpool, they were good at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And it was a two-all draw. Yeah. Then sure. they drew two-all against Arsenal. They did. They uh, beat Spurs. They've they got did. a draw against Man City. They're, they're performing to the level of the opponent. The big six, yeah. They're, they're always up for a game. It's just, I think... It's their lack of ability to break down a low block team. Yeah, I agree with you. It's killing the, them. the teams that they beat are the ones they can get in behind. Yeah. And for me, one player I want to highlight is Raheem Sterling. What guy? We're going to do a video about um, Gareth Southgate and the England squad coming out on Friday. So stick around for that. But um, Raheem Sterling, for me, is a worthy contender for that right wing or left wing spot in the England team. 100%, especially with. Rashford, who scored one goal all season and is in a Man United team that are stinking it up. And Jack Grealish, who's not getting half the amount of game time he had last season. So, apart from Raz, I can't really think of anybody else. Yeah, that's that's exactly it for me. And another man who potentially could play there, although probably more suited to the right wing or number 10 role, is Cole Palmer. What guy? He is that guy. He is. I think we said this on the pod a few times. I, I was unsure about the signing. Didn't know that he had it in him to get straight into a turbulent Chelsea squad. He could he left the comfort and security of Man City trophies. Yeah, to do what maybe Raza wanted to do, which was become the main man. Yeah, he's jumped he, in. He's just and he's a young guy and he's coming. He's t- like was it last week against Spurs? He took the ball off Raheem Sterling to get uh, to take oh the to take the pen. Yeah, he's mate, got, that's Raheem Sterling. Yeah, it's testament to him. He's got bollocks, mate, and he's and that he's guy. Him away. And he's yeah. For me, he's 
it might be controversial to say this, but is he having a better season than Phil Foden? 100%. I want to talk about Phil Foden, but we'll get onto that after. Um, yeah, so let's run through this game. Chelsea come out the blocks firing. In my opinion, the better team, like you're saying, Raz on it against his old team. I think this is always going to be a hard game for Man City because there's a lot of players in that Chelsea team got a point to prove. Cucurella fell through that Man City move, went to Chelsea, everybody's on his case. He had a good game. Raz left Man City. He had a good game. Cole Palmer had a good game. Saicedo, £100 million move that hasn't really kicked off yet. He had a good game. So there was a lot of players that I was thinking they got a point to prove. And like we said, against the big six, this team turns up. So Chelsea started off with a better team. But then Kukurella at the back post pulls down Erling Haaland. I've seen a lot of people say that this isn't a penalty. Well, where do you stand? It was a little bit up in the air for me because the on-field decision was given as a penalty, I believe. Mm. The VAR looked at it and they looked at the pull from Cucurella on Haaland. But if you look before that, Haaland pulls past Cucurella. Yeah. That's how he gets in front of him. Yeah. So for me, it's half a dozen of one. That's what... Six of one, half a dozen <laughs> the other. Yeah, that's what Jamie Carragher said. So yeah. it, I think the on-field decision is correct. Like, if you're mm. the defender, you definitely can't be doing that. Yeah. We know the attackers will do it and I know it's not... It's all about the fair play, and but the benefits always going to be given to the attacker on field. Yeah. For me, it's not a clear and obvious decision. This is what VAR is for. Yeah. It wasn't clear and obvious. I think the on-field decision is fine. I think, yeah, fine for me. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a penalty. But I'm seeing a lot of uh, non-Man City fans say that Man City are the only team that get fouls like that. I don't know how much to read into that. I haven't done my research. But the two tackles I can think of that happened is... That happened in the um, Man City Man United game when Hodgland pulled down Rodri. I think he pulled Rodri down in the box, and it was kind of yeah, 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 very similar. That like it seems to only happen to Man City, but that's neither here nor there. Haaland puts away the penalty straight after a thirty-nine-year-old Thiago Silva scores a header to make it one-all. How is he still doing it? Guy is different, and I. I know he's. I don't know if he's planning to stay at Chelsea long term, but how is he not their captain? The guy just reeks of class and. I think he's everything that Man United want Varane to be. Yeah, but he's. I I, I rate him, man. Oh, I think, I, I think he's, he's, he's. He he has like you say so much class. He reads the game so well, and he knows he hasn't got the pace, but he he makes up for it. Like, he, his longevity cannot be understated. He's such a top top player yeah. and I wouldn't be surprised if he sticks around for another season I know he for me even when Chelsea is struggling he's been one of them solid players yeah he so, yeah he's just a kind of calm guy to have around yeah Reese James was back as well which was interesting um, <laughs> taking Malagusto's spot sort of after recovering from a series of consecutive injuries mm. and I thought he had a decent game I thought he had a decent game I had my eye on him because he along with a couple of other players I'm like you're getting a lot of plaudits for not being very good so I watched him closely and he did have Doku in his pocket. And I see a lot of people say, that's another person that Reese James is pocketed. Don't know about that one. But Reese James, when he's flying, don't think there's many better right backs in I the league. It, on his day, yeah. And if he if he reached his peak potential, he's the best right back in the world for me. He, I think he's, be, he's more completed than like a Hakimi. Mm. He's definitely more complete of a player than Trent. Yeah. Not as good. He doesn't have the passing range or the delivery of Trent. But 
It's close best, enough, yeah. I think genuinely he is the best footballer at Chelsea. Ooh, I don't know. I'd the have most to think well-rounded that. footballer at Chelsea. Is yeah. there anyone who can be? Uh, I know he's like, his physicality sort of lets him down because he breaks down every like twenty-two minutes. Yeah, but physically, he's he's a unit. He he's is. quick. He's got fantastic crossing. He's got a fantastic passing. Yeah, not as good as Trent, but he gets forward better than Trent, in my opinion. Mm. He's more of an attacking threat than Trent. Yeah, defensively better than Trent. Yep, and I think he does. Obviously, no one's as good as Walker on the run back, but mm, I don't but know. For close. me, he's the best. He is the best right back in the world. Closest to a complete package. And that's what we need, baby. But Why yeah. is he not in the England squad? Well, because man's played like one full game yeah, in, in about thirty years. Funny if he years. got to the England squad and got injured again. But he was the one that assisted Raheem Sterling for Chelsea's second, and then Akanji just before half time gets a headed equaliser, and we're going to half time two, and we're thinking. This is set for a boring second half. This is... Everybody needs to calm the fuck down. Normally, Pep would kind of stink up the game after this, just defend and get like a last-minute winner, which is what we thought happened when Rodri got the um, goal to make it 3-2. But, uh, yeah, Cole Palmer, against his former club, making it 4 all, Stepped up. Big t- the the cojones on the man. The guy's different, mate. Mate, he's so young, and I I rate it so much. For me, he is that guy. Yeah, let's I, talk. I, I about don't really Cole have Palmer. much more to say. He, I when he was at City, he was always played out on that right wing sort of. Yeah, right whenever, wing, yeah. I don't know. It, it he, we saw it in the Community Shield. We've seen it a couple of times in the season beforehand. Some sort of cameo appearances. Scored in the Community Shield was fantastic with the uh, England uh, youth set up in the Euros win. Yep. For me, it was a strange letting go from Man City, but I think apparently he told Pep that he just wanted to leave. I think that's what. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what we'll come to find is that he wanted to leave, and this is why he's proving it. He's proving it on the biggest stage against his old club. Yeah, he's he got... didn't look phased. He stepped up, and it was a fantastic finish. The ninety was it ninety fifth minute. Yeah, he's got a bit about him. Mental, and yeah, he's such a good player. He left footed player. Yep, which makes it difficult for me to envision him in the England team taking over. Maybe Bukayo Saka's plays, but I don't know if he play, gets he plays in that ten role. Nah, in England. Oh, he doesn't play in the ten role. I don't think don't, you can't you have don't do you can't have midfield of Rice, Bellingham, and him. No. But you could have a midfield of another Chelsea player that wasn't talking about, Conor Gallagher. Yeah, he had a very good game. Two assists for him on the day. And does he have a shout for getting into this England team? Because I mean, he's in the team. It's evident that Gareth Southgate doesn't want to take the handbrake off and play Jude and a Madison or Jude and a Foden. He wants to play Jude as the number 10 and have two kind of sitting sixes or eights, whatever you want to call them. So... It's always going to be Rice and people talking about Cam Phillips, but I think he's got to a stage now where he's not in the team enough that if someone does come in, Mate, If good. he can't get in the team over Kovacic, who I think been absolutely stinky Dog, for yeah. Man City. So bad. He was, he is, I think we saw him celebrating a Chelsea penalty. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. Oh, but, did you see the part where Cole Palmer went to listen to the Man City huddle? <laughs> yeah. That was funny. But for me, Kovacic stinks. And if you can't get into that Man City... I, I didn't mind Kovacic at Chelsea. Yeah. But he's very solid, very consistent. I think the Man City play, the lifestyle is not for him. No. Probably is less suited for Calvin Phillips, but I think Calvin Phillips offers you more. If you can't get into that Man City team... Yeah, Pep doesn't want but him there, does he? we still have a long time to go till the Euros. We mm. have January transfer window. If 
Phillips gets a move and he can prove that he's got it in him still. And I think we know he can do it. He was fantastic for England in past tournaments. I remember that game against uh, Croatia in the group stages of the Euros. Early in the, yeah. Early Euros? In. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it was a one-all draw or a nil-nil draw, but he was fantastic. Actually. Yeah. But yeah, for me, he, him and Rice would be the best combination to release Bellingham, to unleash him. Yeah. But... I don't think Gall- we've seen it before as well. Gallagher's not as good in that six. Like he, when he was really good at Palace and had this sort Wants of massive break forward. season, he was playing in their ten role. Yeah, and that's kind of why he is doing so well at Chelsea at the moment because he's got that kind of free role in front of Saucedo and Enzo Fernandez to kind of do the dog work that Cole Palmer doesn't necessarily want to do, and that's why I really like what Conor Gallagher is doing at the moment. Yeah, but yeah, for me, he, he, he I mean, he's in the squad. Time will tell. It'll be interesting to see how it works out. But from, yeah, Cole Palmer, it's just outrageous. What I thought, guy? I thought Mikhail Mudrick was decent when he came on. Yeah. Nicholas Jackson. He's a weird one, isn't he? I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I'm actually not. I still think you stink. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how to... <laughs> but yeah, he, he obviously buzzing after getting three of the easiest goals you'll ever score against a nine-man Tottenham Hotspur. His movement today looked more or yesterday, sorry, looked more controlled. Mm. His movement on Sunday looked more controlled. He looked like he was thinking about his runs more than just making runs for the sake yeah. of it. Looked more composed in the box. Looked to build the play more. Sort of be that, that backboard to yeah. build off of. I still don't think he's the man. No, I saw a tweet today. It was like, Osman um, has two potential Premier League favourites, Man United and Chelsea. And where should he go? And he's definitely got to be Chelsea. I think but they United. both signed like a striker. Yeah, yeah. But like, I think Nicholas Jackson was signed to be a backup. Yeah, but I I don't know. Like, when Nkunku comes back, is he going to play in that second role next to Cole Palmer? Yeah, everyone forgets about Nkunku because they? Like, he'll be back in by January, and he's going to be. I think he's going to be electric. Mm. I think he's such a. You know, we we know what he was about in the Bundesliga. Yeah, he's a player. I think he, him and us, uh, is it Nicholas, uh, is it Fulkruger and him shared the golden boot last season on 16 goals and Harry Kane's got 17. Yeah, goals. I know. Harry Kane is Harry Kane might be better. Like, we, better we've we been Harley. saying this yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Much better player than Haaland. 100%. But is he a better goal scorer than Haaland? Mm. Bundesliga is a wash league, to be fair, so. Yeah, but Harry Kane been for a wash team. Yeah, that's But yeah, true. interesting. I don't think Nicholas Jackson's the guy, although... He had a better performance this game. Yeah. So what does this mean for Man City? That's drop points again. Still top of the league, baby. Let's talk about the title race. So, top of the league, we've got Manchester City. <laughs> Second place. Liverpool. So we've got Man City, I think it's on 28 points. I'll get the I'll get the factual table up here. Man City on 28 points. Then Arsenal and Liverpool? Arsenal, Liverpool on 27 points. Liverpool with one better goal difference. Uh, Arsenal's goal difference is 16, by the way. Spurs are a point behind with only a nine goal difference. Stinky, stinky. And then is it Villa and then May United on a minus goal difference in fifth? Villa or fourth? Villa are fifth, three points off Man City. That's mad. We are 12 games into the season. That is nuts. I saw Jamie Carragher say, is Unai Emery the third best manager in the Premier League? What behind Pep and Gary (laughs) O'Neill? Shout out Gary, we're going to talk about you in a minute. I love Gary O'Neill, man. Behind Pep and Klopp. Yeah, um, Man United. Where do you stand on that? Unai Emery, third best, behind Pep and Klopp. Because like, if I take my Arteta tinted glasses off, I might have to say yeah. But like, (laughs) 
Is that just because he has like career longevity it's over too soon to tell. Arteta? It's too soon to tell because we've forgotten how it's very easy to forget off the back of a lot of injuries for them, how Eddie Howe's got in Newcastle to the Champions League. Yeah. Mm. I don't think you could put Eddie After, in there, uh, they, Mate, they were, they were relegation candidates the Christmas he came in. I don't in. think you could put him in top 10, or top not top 10, that's rude, but top five. Because I think you need to be exposed to European competition to be in there. Like we've seen so far how he's handled European competition. Apart from the oh, win against PSG, yeah. they're bottom of the table. Like, yeah, is that they're still in. They're still, no, in. they're still in. But For is that me, something we need to look at? It's, it's going to take a little bit of longevity. It's Arteta or Unai, isn't it, for third place? Oh, I don't know. Because who else is there? Deserby. Deserby, but like, has he done enough? And I want to talk about Deserby after. I haven't actually got them here. Another poor result on the weekend. I don't know where they are in the league, but we had them touted for like European think... Champions League push. Are they mid-table? Yeah, they're, they're eighth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Man United rounding out the top six in... Sixth place, funny enough, with a minus three goal difference. That reeks. And I'm not being funny here, but I'm more worried for them than Chelsea. Oh, yeah, I think Chelsea are uh, going to push. 1-0 uh, win against Luton. 1-0 win against Fulham. Lost 3-0 in the cup to Newcastle. Then lost 3-0 to City. Um, 2-1 against Sheffield United. 2-1 against Brentford. It's just... they, are, they are scraping by by the skin of their teeth. And we say it every single pod. They haven't dominated a game of football. In God knows how long. I mean, they beat Palace three 0 in the third round of the FA of uh, the U, uh, Carabao Cup. For me, I'm. Um, Let's talk I've about title lot, race. I've heard a lot of chat about who this title race is actually between, and obviously the three main candidates now: Man City, obviously going to be in there, Liverpool and Arsenal. Liverpool. What's after, happened to Spurs? Come on, everybody was, everybody was gassing them. Yes. You were gassing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I where mean, are they now? They were sat on the top of the table for. Until that Chelsea game, yeah, and the knock-on effect on that game is mis- mean they're missing Van de Ven, who's been their best defender. Palpable. They, I mean, they, I think they started with a look back two of Ben Davies and Eric Dyer. That honks, yeah. Um, and they've lost probably their best player of the season, Mad- James Madison, and both of them till the new year as well, which is rough. So for me, you got to play with the cards you dealt with, and um, a squad like Man City would probably be able to deal with that, but just Spurs. Spurs fans were laughing at Arsenal when we said injuries cost us last season. Here we are now. Yeah, How they the turn- did cost you last season. They did. How the turntables. But yeah, for me, Man City obviously are going to be the head and away favourites. They've got the uh, demonic goal scorer up top. They've got Doku who's in yeah. scintillating form. But They've got Julian Alvarez. How many games have they lost this season? Three Two. games? Two or three? Wolves, us, and another game? I don't know. They are beatable. I will find out. They, no, they've lost two games. Okay. But Liverpool have lost one game, which was the dodgy Spurs game. And we've lost one, which is the dodgy Newcastle game. <laughs> Let's go. But um, yeah, I put a bet on at the beginning of the season. Arsenal to win the league. Man City second. Liverpool third. I think that's still cooking a little bit. I mean, it's still possible with 12 games in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Man City, I think, will be favourites. I think Arsenal are... Mm, bigger favourites to finish second or maybe challenge Man City in my opinion they're more a complete unit at the minute yeah I'm still unsure about Liverpool every time I watch them I'm kind of like ooh I think Endo was lucky to I think you're missing some players still like the defence still doesn't fill me with Van Dijk had a very good game confidence like against um, Luton 
yeah, yeah. I was just like, Trent's getting rinsed, the midfield's getting played through so easily. And it's, I don't know, I still think they're missing kind of a sitting midfielder. I don't know if they get Calvin Phillips, if that fixes that problem. I don't think he's, he's like the number six they need. No, definitely they not. Need, they need, better like, than fucking they need, they need, Maybe like a rice or something. I know they're not easy to come with. That's why it's a hundred million pound player, but they need someone That's in why that ilk. Boy, man. Um, but yeah, little for me, Endo was so lucky to stay on that pitch against Brentford. I felt mm. a, never really feel sorry for him, but Thomas Frank, yeah, felt a little bit sorry for him because he had he had a bit of a shout. Um, Liverpool weren't, but they didn't buy him his blow Brentford away. Mm. But they've got such attacking talent. I think Nunez had two goals this in the first half. And then Salah ended up getting two goals out of nowhere. What guy? From literally nothing. One of them was literally a Simicast cross and the ball nearly crossed the, the, over the line. It didn't. It was another uh, Anthony Gordon yeah, incident. Come on. But the ball didn't. Ben Mee just didn't play on because he thought it oh, went out. Exactly. And Salah was at the back boys and just gave a little... Yeah, the back that's his 200th Premier League goal. He's, he's a monster, isn't he? Is he the best winger to ever play in the Premier League oh yeah do you reckon ooh well on if we, yeah if we're not calling on real winger yeah I don't know I mean, people say like Cristiano Ronaldo but I think he's yeah already... but if you look at like obviously Cristiano Ronaldo is the better all time player than yeah. Mo Salah yeah but if you look at what they've done for the Premier League if you look at their time spent in the Premier League you've got to give longevity as well like I know Ronaldo was here short time Omri was here short time Salah's doing it season after season. Salah's Even elite. when Liverpool's stinking up. Inarguably a tougher league at a tougher time. Oh, mate. 100%. So. I mean, it, it, that's it. That is literally, that's a nail on the head. He's Shout such out, a Salah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, Liverpool are always going to be there or thereabouts. Last season, I think, was a blip. I, I think their midfield is actually worse than last season. I agree. Uh, Gravenbeck's starting to grow on me a bit. Shabozlai, I think he's ball up. McAllister, I said from day one, I'm unsure about this signing. It's weird though because they're playing him as a six half the time and he's not a six. I don't... Why sign him and just instead spend that 40, 50 mil on a better I think they six. were sort of hoping to rotate him so boys like yeah, and maybe. like but... then have like Elliot off the bench or Kurt Jones on the bench and have Fabinho behind. I just don't think he has enough of that kind of star quality to be in that Liverpool midfield. He's a World Cup winning he played like every minute of the World Cup. Yeah, but there's some dons that get a World Cup trophy and Christian like Romero. Yeah, exactly, and the <laughs> donuts. But no, nah, he's all right. I just don't think he's he's enough to like dictate he's that Liverpool not what midfield. They need. Like, I think maybe they signed him as kind of Thiago's phasing out. Can you do what Thiago does? Dictate the game, link midfield, and <laughs> the only thing uh, he does is as similar to Thiago is get a yellow card every game and be from South America. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just he's not doing it enough for me. But like we said, with that front line, when you got fucking goal machine Salah Darwin Nunez who's pure chaos Jota and Luis Diaz who both do Jota similar like accessory role yeah they're yeah, good classy and yeah yeah it was Liverpool they'll just do it they will score goals they'll be in the because title like you say the firepower they got from, they probably have the most firepower in their like attacking lineup. Pound uh, for pound, yeah. Oh, mate, I think even more than Man City. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, City, in the like, nicest way, it is just Haaland, isn't it, really? It's Haaland and maybe Alvarez. Yeah. Like, Doku, I don't think he's going to get you, like, 10 goals a season. He'll nah. get you a few assists. Doku, yeah, drop like, a Haaland. hatch against Bournemouth and then not much Yeah, else. and Same Grealish, Grealish, you, know, yeah. you know his output is not the best. Crap. 
And then Foden, his output's falling off. I know he like he, he occasionally pops up with a couple hat tricks. Yeah. And then that's his season sort of. I don't know. For me, Liverpool pound for pound uh, most out firing team. And if they can get a back line that's solid again, I know they're missing Robertson, which is a big miss for them. Um, Van Dijk had a really good game. I think Trent um, is now to defend. Yeah, Trent needs to defend. Allison's still best keeper in the world. Oh, by far, mate. Even Gomez, in that Luton game, he was crazy. Joe Gomez was never the same after that injury. Yeah, that initial injury after because he he had like a really good run. Canate, everybody been sucking him off, but he's dipped a little bit. Yeah, but he's just come back from an injury. They had the nerve to compare him to <laughs> Rolls Royce Saliba. But yeah, I think a couple of additions in January. Yeah, and they could be cooking mainly that defensive midfielder. They just need to they need to go out and drop a, a fat hundred and just get. But the problem is, who is there? I think it actually might end up being Calvin Phillips. I don't know, but he's he's he needs to get playing football again, and maybe under Klopp, I can see him Probably doing a little like, something. If Calvin Phillips, if it's if it's Newcastle going in for him, they're probably getting for like forty million as a like Sandro Tonali alternative. Yeah, if it's New, if it's Liverpool going oh, in for him in January, yeah. it's sixty million, sixty-five million. And yeah, although City have never been the team to kind of drive a hard bargain to other Premier League teams, they kind of will if a player wants to leave, which Cole Palmer did, which Calvin Phillips clearly. I think will even like Gabriel Jesus and Zinchenko we didn't get absolutely fleeced for them no the problem is for me though like I don't think you were under there wasn't any other teams in for him yeah but I can imagine Newcastle coming in yeah they could imagine like maybe even not Man United I don't think no they got probably Chelsea they'll probably be in for him (laughs) do you know what I mean like yeah maybe Villa but I think Douglas Luiz and McGinn and so Liverpool in the title race Arsenal ticking by nicely I think everyone can fill out that fourth spot. Well, for me, the, the front, the top three are the top three. I agree. Let's talk about Spurs. They lost two one to Gary O'Neill's Wolves. In it, late on, so they started the game. Spurs started the game strong. Everybody was like, "Oh, how are Spurs going to ba- bounce back with this massively rotated team?" Like we were saying, Ben Davis and Eric Dyer in the defence. Um, Pape Matisar played in that Madison role with Hodgeberg and Basuma behind him. Brendan Johnson came in, who I thought had a good game. Brennan Johnson, I think he he he'll go on to be a, like a really shrewd signer for them, and he is so much better than Richardson, like <laughs> by a country mile. So I don't, yeah, um, so they started really strong. Uh, Brennan Johnson scored in like the second minute, and I was I mean, like, oh, they might still cook. Even lacking Madison for me, their front three of Son Kulusevski and Brennan Johnson, Johnson. is, is decent good. enough. Yeah. That that will take you past most teams. teams. Yeah, if you have a midfield for me of. Um, Basuma Bentoncourt and mm. maybe uh, Saar yeah I think that's fine yeah I think that's enough creativity there to yeah and it's legs as well maybe you let Bentoncourt do a bit more roaming mm. and sort of like look for those special passes I think that's fine if you have a back centre back parent of Ben Davies and Eric Dyer I am Ooh, sorry honks I am sorry but yeah. you shouldn't be nowhere near the top 10 yeah that is genuinely Mate, like if that, if that if they, those Mate, I can imagine Luton playing a back two like that. Mm. Like, Luton's Luton. back, back line's better than that. So for me, yeah, that stinks. The Dogie's a big miss. He is, yeah. Um, but they're lucky that there's an international break now. I think the Dogie's going to miss one more game. Oh, no, it was double yellow, right? Yeah. So Dogie yeah, was a double yellow. So yeah. I think he's back next game. Um, and then, yeah, so Van der Ven out to the new year. Um, Madison, we don't know how long. I think it's not as serious as first thought. I thought it was more serious than first thought. Ooh, I think it's till the new year as well. But yeah, and then Romero, obviously, he's a donut. Big donut, bozo boy. Um, yeah, 
Let's yeah, talk about think... Wolves because Gary O'Neill's got this Wolves side playing some very exciting football, putting up some very exciting results. Let me run you through their last six games. So they beat Man City 2-1. Then they with drew... the Korean guy? With the Korean guy. Shout out to Korean guy. He's the true Korean guy. Fuck you, Son. I've got him in my uh, fantasy. Yeah, come and on. And he, like, he done well last week. I think he got me an assist. Mm. It's like once Pedro Neto's out of there, He'll be the guy. he's going to be the main man. But yeah. last game... That's all right. This is a hard game. Then they drew 1-1 against High Fly and Aston Villa. Good result. good result. And then they beat Bournemouth 2-1. That's that, all right. Yeah, that's they a good result. Expected, but that was the O'Neill derby. That was the so O'Neill derby. There's more on the line there. Two all against High Fly in Newcastle. That's a good result. Very good result. And they were unlucky that game. They got done dirty by VAR. And then lost 2-1 against the worst team in the league in Sheffield United. Got done dirty by VAR. Should have come away yeah. with a draw. But and also, then, also, you've got, to give them, you've got to say, should be beating them comfortably. Oh yeah, 100%. And then beat Spurs 2-1. So they've, Got one loss, three wins and two draws from their last. They six. lost to the worst, team and they the lost league. to the worst team. They beat the best team, lost to the worst team, and then draw beat. against a lot of hard teams or beat hard teams. Yeah, it's he's putting up a good little team here. I'm all here for the Church of Gary Neil. We are. He is. We said this last season. Yeah, respect he's, him. Respect, respect the guy. Respect the man. He he knows what he's doing. He's a QPR legend, and therefore. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> so he's got a place here on the podcast whenever he wants. I just, I think I like the way he got his team, like, play. And I thought this when he was at Bournemouth as well. He just made the team hard to beat as, like, a foundation. And then you go on and I you focus on, like, making sure you can break down teams. But, like, I, as I long as you're hard to... I don't here because I think he's really underrated in terms of how he actually works tactically. Mm. But, yeah, like you say, I think it's very easy to judge him as, like, a, a motivational manager. But he 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 has systems to play. I think what yeah, like you say, he makes his teams really hard to beat. But he lets his attacking players do what they want to do. Well, he hopped on Sky Sports a couple of weeks ago and was running Jamie Carragher through his tactics on how to beat the Bournemouth team. And he was talking about how he'd like. Oh, I'm sure. Like, if you were watching the interview, this will make sense. But he was talking about how he would get players in his team like Lamina to drop deep. That would pull. Bournemouth's Philip Billing in and then he'd have like a triangle of rotation behind Philip Billing and yeah the way he was explaining it he's just he, and obviously is, at this level you are an astute manager that has high level tactics but I was just thinking this guy is kind of being shrugged off for bigger things for Bournemouth when maybe he got a bit of a hard deal yeah I think Bournemouth fans come the end of the season might rue their decision right now Bournemouth fans would you take Gary O'Neill back Bournemouth off the back of a good result though so. yeah they are back off of a good result but. so yeah for me Gary O'Neill is the greatest manager of all time that's guy inshallah for the England job inshallah yes <laughs> yeah. um, where are we going next oh let's talk about before we got sidetracked the top four we've yes. got four space we've got Spurs Man United Newcastle Villa oh there's, there's a lot you know I'm gonna say Chelsea and that goes against my preseason predictions. I had them and Spurs quite low. Like, I think I had them 7th and 8th. I do reckon Spurs are going to tail off this season. I thought that without the um, injuries that mm. they had. I think the tail off now is going to be a bit more abrupt and savage. Yeah. But I think... Is though, like, if Chelsea can't figure out how to beat 
the worst teams in the league. There are more worse teams than there are good teams, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I think more, like you said, more of their points this season be picked up against the top six than... Yeah, you can't play the big six every week. No, you can't. Exactly. You can't play Man City every weekend. It's <laughs> yeah. mental. Um, no, yeah, I reckon can't figure out how to beat the Bournemouths, the Brentfords, the Sheffield United. I reckon got. when January comes round and Kunku comes back and they get an Osham in, I think Chelsea oh, are going to be yeah. a real problem. Yeah, once they have someone who can put the chances away... Because um, yeah, I think Chelsea have won like most games on XG this season. Yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, I don't really like to use XG a lot, but no, yeah, yeah. That's, it is a, you can you read into it somewhat, but um, yeah, interesting. I think I will. I think I join you on that. Chelsea or Spurs? For because me. for me, I think Newcastle. If we're talking Newcastle, Aston Villa. If they want to, not that Newcastle will go deep in the Champions League. I think they're going to struggle to get out of their group now. But Aston Villa, I think, are going to go deep in the Conference League and probably try and win it. Mm. and that I think will eventually kind of start to take its toll on their Premier League form although yep. they I think 13 wins on the bounce at home which is good that's that's not bad you will take it um, but yeah I think I don't know I have a bit of faith in Poch I think Chelsea have just got too much quality throughout that team to not I think Man United are in big trouble Ten yeah, Hag's mad Ten that we're not got, even considering them. Considering that they've won a couple of games in a row now, and you know, <laughs> yeah, they haven't played very well. They went and lost to Copenhagen in the Champions League. Yeah, they're looking dire circumstances in that. But I don't know. They're they're winning. Might benefit them to drop out of the Champions League, but then they get Europa. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's interesting. I think it's gonna be. I think. This yeah, season, I don't think they're getting anywhere close. This season, we've got a real real title race on our hands, and I hope Man City don't just end up walking away with it mm. by the time March comes around yeah but you know it'd be interesting as well we've got African Cup of Nations happening in January which zero players from Manchester City go to AFCON Arsenal have a couple yeah we got a couple Thomas Party, who's in and out of fitness anyway um, I think that's it is that it? yeah it might be it um, and then Liverpool obviously Mo Salah Mo Salah's a huge one who else they got in there is that it? Uh, Matt it? yeah Matip's camera, yeah, yeah, he's Cameroon are in Africa. <laughs> um, yeah, Chelsea, who they got? They've got uh, Senegal, Jackson. Yeah, they've got. They'll probably be um, to him. Yeah, I think. Oh, it's not as bad as I thought. Then no, it's not. As it's bad. not as bad as I thought. But yeah, yeah I mean. That'll be interesting. That always throws up a couple. I mean, Liverpool obviously Mo Salah is. is yeah, the, that's the big one. Isn't that's it? the massive one. Yeah. But they do have the likes of Jota. Diaz, Nunez, Nunez, but Salah is the guy. Salah is the guy. He is. Um, Anything else you want to bring up? Sponsor us. We're growing moustaches for Movember. Um, Shout out men's mental health. It's a big topic all the time. It should be. And Movember is also about men's prostates. Which is also a big topic and it should be. So yeah. Um, Sponsor us. We're doing great. We're trying to raise some money for a good cause. Look at the tashes. Appreciate them. If you can't see us because you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Go take a look at our YouTube and comment, I've come here from Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That would be very much appreciated. Yeah, we are living our lives with the moustache. I don't know how guys who do this every day do it, but... I'm getting used to it, you know. When I take a look in the mirror, I don't even recognise myself. Cheese. But yeah, if you do want to sponsor us, it'd be greatly appreciated. If you um, can't or you're unable to for whatever reason, if you just hit a share... It's always we a need. massive help. Eyes on the cause is always good. Exactly. You're, you're just spreading the word of it is, is the main part, really. So, yeah, if you do want to just hit it with a share, that would be great. greatly appreciated. You can share our beautiful faces across your social media platforms. That would be brilliant. Ooh, 
We're also doing a EAFC 24 giveaway as a big celebration for us hitting 5k subscribers. We've just hit 6k. As well, we actually so. have just hit 6k. Comment right now. Congrats on 6k. Yeah, we'd appreciate that. If you That'd do want to get involved, yeah, let them know. Check out down below. We'll have all the competition details as well on our Instagram. It'll be over and there on as our well. Twitter. It's, it's Twitter. very easy. All you got to do is whatever social media you have, Insta or Twitter. We have a post about the giveaway. Just like that post. Tag two mates that you want to play FIFA with that you smash on FIFA. Tag those two pals, and that's it. You're entered. That's literally it. Simple as. But yeah, guys, thank you very much for watching. This is Board Draw, episode number seventy-one. And it's live. Fuck you, international break.